You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. What is up, everybody? You are listening to The Riding, DFS and betting podcast. We are here to talk some Valspar championship. Last week was a great week, despite not having a podcast, because it was a team event. I didn't bet a ton. Uh, We hit the first round leader. If you check out my article on Fanshare Sports, I clearly laid out that I wasn't going to bet much, but um, did have two win bets and two first round leader bets, which included Scott Stallings and Bryce Garnett. Um, the fact that I barely played anything, barely had anything wagered last week and still hit the first round leader made it some somehow even more awesome. Um, so that is in the last two months, two outrights, one first round leader. We are well on our way uh, to a solid season of DFS and betting returns. So let's talk the Valspar championship let's talk the course and the key stats and what i am putting into the model um the valspar which is basically we'll call it copperhead but it is one of the courses at the innisbrook resort has a unique hole setup right so it's a par 71 usually what you think of when you hear a par 71 is that it has one less par 5 and one extra par 4 that is not the case it still has Four par fives, but it has an extra par three instead of a par four. Um, so that's interesting. So there are five par threes. So here's what we are looking at um, with the Vals bar. Basically, you know, you want to be accurate off the tees. Some of the fairways can get tight, very tree lined. There are also a good amount of angles. And, you know, there's the fairways are protected a little bit. There's some fairway bunkers. There's some water lurking. Um, so there is trouble off the tee. So you really want to be accurate. The most common approach distance is 175 to 200. Um, It is actually the only approach distance that exceeds the tour average uh, for that particular approach distance. And and that's 175 to 200. So we looked at that a little bit. Obviously, strokes gained approach. Obviously, opportunities gained. Always there for me. Um, I also looked at a little bit of Bermuda putting. There are seven holes from 400 to 450 yards on this course. Looked at that as well. Looked at par 5 scoring. uh, Par 3 scoring, particularly from 200 to 225 yards. Uh, And then obviously um, course history, tournament history, and good drives gained. So the model spit out a top 10 that looks like this. Corey Connors, Charlie Hoffman, Abraham Anser, Max Homa, Russell Henley, Jason Kokrak, Miliano Grillo, Chris Kirk, Paul Casey, and Victor Hovland. I currently have four win bets. The first is Corey Connors. When I opened up FanDuel, he was 26 to 1 on Monday morning. If you can find anything 20 or above, I think it's still a solid bet. Like I'm not going to pull the trigger on Connors at 15 to 1 or 16 to 1 if he's getting bet down in that neighborhood where he's like the third or fourth favorite um, in Patrick Reed territory, but I think he's bettable in the 20s. Um, 
he has just been unbelievable. I mean, he has, I believe, four top eights in his last five starts, putting through the roof. Um, you know, Connors is usually not a great putter, or at least has traditionally not been a great putter, but I feel like he might have found something with the putter. He's gaining strokes um, routinely with his putter, so I do like Corey Connors. I think he'll probably probably be popular on DraftKings, but I don't know about uh, the betting market. I know people probably whacked him early, and then now there might not. It's one of those things where, you know, I really like him. I think he really fits the course. It's hard for me to say flat out that I'm just, quote-unquote, not betting Corey Connors because of his odds, right? Because, that you know, he would normally be, like, last year at this time, he would probably be 40-1 to 1 at this tournament or something like that. You know, he's playing well enough to earn and deserve the odds that he's getting. I think he's ready for a breakthrough. I think he's going to win one very soon. I think it could be here. He is, I mean, if you look at the stat model, he is currently third in approach. Uh, first in current form overall, 17th in opportunities gained, fifth in par five scoring, first from the par four range of 400 to 450, third in good drives gained, 24th in the required proximity range. I mean, he is just like, I mean, you don't nor, you don't normally see someone who's in like the top 25 for every stat you put in the model, but that is Connors. He is pretty low on the par three, 200 to 225, but I mean, they're gonna be there's gonna be a weakness somewhere when you have 10, uh, 10 things in your model. Second is Charlie Hoffman. I don't know how much win equity Charlie has. I do. I usually like Charlie as a first round leader, but his odds have become so short that. The first round leader bet is, you know, might not even be worth it. But I do like him if you're if you're willing to bet uh, first round leaders in like the forty to fifty range. Garnet and Stallings actually for me last week ended up only being a thirty five to one dead heat because they tied with Hovland, but they were um, anywhere between you know seventy to a hundred. Um, I saw something some lower too, like in the fifties and sixties, but you could pretty much find one around seventy five. Um, answer, I like answer. He is, you know, he's, his irons are there. He's a good driver, a good, accurate driver of the golf ball and has, you know, played this tournament pretty well, uh, for the most part. I do like Russell Henley, obviously a course where the irons have to be accurate and, uh, you know, listen, Henley's been hanging around too. He, I feel like he might be due for a breakthrough as well. My other win bet is Jason Kokrak. Um, you know, obviously, if you've followed golf for any amount of time, Kokrak kind of choked this tournament away a few years ago. He's been solid. He's been really solid as well. You know, the, the driver can can sometimes get away from Kokrak, but he is in good form. He's gaining a ton of opportunities, meaning he has birdie chances inside 15 feet. He's a great par five scorer. I really like Jason Kokrak. Uh, Emiliano Grillo, you know, I mean, can't putt, but is just an absolutely electric iron player. So I like Grillo. My third outright bet is Chris Kirk. Now this one, I think, um, I think Connors is going to be a popular bet. I think Kolkrak is going to be a popular bet. I don't know if anyone's going to be on Chris Kirk in DraftKings or in the betting market. Um, He has just pretty much uh, impressed me. Chris Kirk has impressed me with his finishes, with his iron play, 
um, with his form in general. And he's a very, very accurate driver of the golf ball. So, and he rates out second from the 400 to 450 yard range uh, on par fours. And there are seven of those holes. He's also 14th on the par three holes. So right there, that's 12 holes pretty much that he rates out supremely well uh, in terms of distance. So I do like Chris Kirk. Obviously, Paul Casey has won here twice. Can he make it a third time? Probably going to be hard, but he rates out really well um, to like just doesn't really have a weak spot in his game. I mean, maybe putting obviously for Paul Casey, but I like Paul Casey as well. Probably be popular on DraftKings. I did not bet Paul Casey. I still have one room left for one bet. I also bet uh, Sung Jm, and you know Sung Jay is first in putting over the last twenty four rounds. He has played well at Valspar in the past, obviously for Florida Bermuda, um, and you know he is solid from the all the approach ranges. He's been a good driver of the golf ball. He is in good form for the most part. What's been lacking is his irons. And last week, or excuse me, the last time he played in a tournament at RBC, he finally gained with his irons. So I think maybe we see um, a turnaround there. Like if you look all the way back to the waste management, he had lost three strokes, two strokes, three strokes, three strokes with his irons. He did gain a little bit at the players and ended up finishing 17th there. But at at Heritage, 3.5 strokes gained on approach. So maybe the irons are back for Sungjae. And at 30 to 1, I had to pull the trigger on Sungjae M. Okay, as far as... DraftKings punt types or, you know, place bets, first round leaders. I will give you a few that I think can, you know, come top 10, top 20 or be at the top of the leaderboard in the first round. Um, Cam Percy is is someone that popped in my model and, you know, over the last few tournaments kind of, I I, I don't want to say has played well, but has had flashes. Um, he's a very good driver of the golf ball. He's going to be in the fairways. Um, and his irons are usually pretty solid. He's actually one of the better, or at least in recent times, maybe not right now, has been one of the better par five scorers. So I, I really like that about Cam Percy. I could see him making some noise, you know, hitting a top 20. And that's the kind of guy I like to hit for a top 20, you know, guys that are way down the odds boards. Um, the cheesesteak, Tom Hoagie. Irons are absolutely blazing hot. Uh, almost hit a first-round leader for us a few weeks ago, but ended up, I think, bogeying the last hole. I can't remember what tournament it was at. Um, but he is, you know, he has the tendency to really fill up the card in one round. I really like Doug Gim this week. Uh, depending on where his odds close at, I might put a small, small bet on him to be a uh, a top five or even an outright. Uh, he is the best approach player from the 175 to 200 yard range. Um, and that alone is enough for me to pull the trigger on him, knowing that all those approach shots, he's going to be so dialed in. Um, he's 11th in approach overall. He's a good driver. 
Uh, his driver's pretty accurate. and He's just one of those guys that needs the putter to click on any given week, and he'll be okay. Uh, Max Homa, too. I know we mentioned him. He's like he he almost made my outright top five card as well. Um, the history at Valspar kind of scared me. He hasn't traditionally played this course well, but to be honest, he hasn't traditionally been playing as well as he is now. Um, he does rate out fourth overall in the model, and that includes top tens in approach, opportunities gained, par five scoring, par four, four hundred to four fifty, one hundred seventy five and two hundred proximity, and overall form. You know what? I might I might have to add Max to my card. Might have to do it. We'll see. Um, so my finalized card will always now be at Fan Share Sports. My outright bets, um, free of charge. You know, it's not like behind a paywall or anything. So you can go to FanShareSports.com and read the article that basically I used to post on Substack. I will still post some head-to-heads from time to time on Substack when I see lines that I think are advantageous. Um, I know somebody, some guys were hitting me up last week. Really didn't want to do it without with with the funky format last week. Um, so, but anytime there's a true tournament and there's true shot link, I will definitely post um, head-to-head leans that I have. Those have been crushing all year. Actually, two tournaments ago, the last tournament I posted, I actually did not do well. Um, I don't have the exact record, but I do remember that. It was at the Heritage, I think. I actually think I went one and four or something like that. Something pretty bad. Uh, but for the most part, since I've been posting those head-to-heads, they have been uh, pretty solid. All right, so let's go back to the model. I'm going to give you in each of the categories that I put into the model, I'll give you the top five. And you can decide for yourself if there's anybody, you know, you can confirm your biases here. If there's anybody that you're really looking at, and I mention them a lot, maybe it's a good idea to hop on them for DraftKings in an outright or DraftKings in a top 10, something like that. So in, a, in terms of approach, right, the best players, these the best second shot players, Justin Thomas, Charlie Hoffman, Corey Connors, Abraham Answer, Tom Hoagie. That's why I like Tom Hoagie first round leader. He is fifth currently in second shots, in approach shots. Um, overall form was something else that I looked at. Corey Connors, Chris Kirk, Charlie Hoffman, Emiliano Grillo, Justin Thomas. JT is second time I mentioned him. Opportunities gained. This is having birdie putts of 15 feet or less and also being on the green for an eagle putt. Speaking of which, quick story. League play has begun. All right, I'm trying to be the club champ this year. Not going to happen, but still. Eighth hole, par five. Split the fairway. Uh, it's a pretty long par five too. Hit my three hybrid dead center of the green. Pin is a little bit low left, um, front left. So I'm maybe twenty feet for eagle, uh, and this is a severely sloped green uh, to the front. So you know you have to just I, I'm I'm putting downhill. Tap it. Looks good. Lips out. But it lipped out enough that the momentum from lipping out carried it another 10 feet down the hill. Ask me if I made the birdie putt coming back. You're correct. The answer is no, I did not. In for par when you are 20 feet for eagle is absolutely soul crushing. If you've ever experienced it, it, I apologize because it did not feel good. 
All right, back to the model. Par 5 scores. The best par 5 scores in this field are Danny Willett, Victor Hovland, Jason Kokrak, Max Homa, Cam Tringali. I do, I really like Cam Tringali as well. He is, um, you know, top 15 in the four most important stats I weighted in this field. He ranks out 11th in the model overall. The best players, the best scores on par 5 holes from 400 to 450 yards, Corey Connors, Chris Kirk. Charlie Hoffman, Russell Henley, Paul Casey. The best drivers of the golf ball. And good drives gained is a fantasy national stat that basically, it's not fairways, it's not accuracy. Um, What it is, is it counts, if you hit the green in regulation, it counts as a good drive gained. Because there are oftentimes, you know, holes on courses like this course where you'd rather be in the left rough and have a look at the pin than be in the middle of the fairway and have some tree cover, you know, on the right side or on the left side. Uh, So basically it looks at, did you hit the green from where your drive landed? So good drives gained, Cam Percy, Emiliano Grillo, Corey Connors, Chris Kirk. The best players from 175 to 200, and I will give you 10 of these players because I think this stat is very important. You're going to see a ton of approach shots in between 175 and 200 this week. Going to be very important. Doug Gim, love Doug Gim. Tyler Duncan, Chaz Reedy, Richie Warinsky, Patton Kazire, Justin Thomas, Lanto, Gary Woodland, Max Homa, and Wes Bryan. Par 3, 200 to 225 yards. There are three of these on the course, and the other two are just a few yards less and a few yards more. So basically, there's five holes in this range. Uh, Bryce Garnett, David Hearn, Paul Casey again, Cam Percy, Kelly Craft are your top five in that neighborhood. Uh, the players who have the most strokes gained on average per round at Valspar, uh, at the Copperhead course at the Innisbrook Resort are Justin Rose, Steve Stricker, Henrik Stenson, and this used to be Stenson's course. Um, he doesn't rate out well here. He hasn't really been playing too great. But when he was, you know, in form, uh, this it was basically an auto bet on Stenson, and his odds were usually really short. Uh, Bubba and Jason Duffner. Paul Casey, 7th, another notable. Kokrak's 10th, another notable. Um, I really haven't mentioned Patrick Reed at all. He just doesn't rate out well in this stat model or uh, he comes out 31st. Um, his approach, his approaches aren't great, and he rates out really poorly from the required proximity of 175 to 200 and the 200 to 225 par threes. Uh, his number's really short. I'm probably avoiding him in in all cases this week, but I wouldn't be surprised because he's Patrick Reed and he's a really good player, uh, one of the top players in the world. That he pops and you know maybe even wins this, but doesn't rate out well. You know his skills don't seem to suit it, but you know, sometimes the model uh, doesn't always know what it's talking about. And lastly, Bermuda putting. Sung J.M. is number one. J.T. Poston, Chesson Hadley, Denny McCarthy, and, oh, what do you know, Patrick Reed is fifth in Bermuda putting. So a quick recap, um, and you can look at this on Fanshare Sports. My four current outright bets are Corey Connors, Chris Kirk, Sung J.M., and Jason Kokrak. 
First round leaders that I like, Doug Gim, Cam Percy. They're all listed there. Cam Tringali, Charlie Hoffman. Um, There's a few more that I also have listed on Fanshare Sports. I also like those guys. You know, my first round leader, top 20 DraftKings punts are usually come from the same bucket, and you guys know that. Uh, They are all listed on FanshareSports.com. All right, that'll do it for the ride-in DFS embedding contest, embedding podcast. Good luck in all your DFS embedding contests for the Valspar Championship.